Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Convictions and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. I am just so excited to be with you in this season four of Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I just feel so much better when I'm filming and when I'm with you, my army. Well, we are really now full scale into the holiday season. We hope that you enjoyed a very happy Thanksgiving with your family yesterday. I have a big family, a big family. So truthfully, every time we get together, it's like Thanksgiving. However, the Thanksgiving holiday affords us the privilege of being able to pause, reflect, and stop just a little bit longer and remember why we do the things that we do. We try to make everything purposeful and even more so after losing my sister last year. The scripture says, in everything, give thanks. So while we are saddened by her absence, we are still grateful for the memories and grateful for the time that we have now. Many of you know my nonprofit, ASD Ministries, is dedicated to serving those who are less fortunate than ourselves. On Wednesday, we were blessed to pound the pavement in Atlanta and feed members of the homeless community through our Breakfast and Blankets initiative. What a blessing to be able to provide a warm breakfast along with warm items to our brothers and sisters who are in a season of homelessness. While to some, it may seem like too small of a gesture, I believe in my heart of hearts that one small gesture can make a significant difference in someone's life. When we give someone a hot breakfast or a warm breakfast or warm items, we give them a semblance of hope. We offer them a tangible reminder that there is hope for a brighter day and a chance for change. While the official holiday of Thanksgiving may only be one day, the season of Thanksgiving never ends. How will you give thanks? How will you use this holiday season to spread joy and spread the love of Christ to someone else? How will you, in essence, give hope to someone who may desperately need it? Don't just be thankful this year but give your thanks. It really will go so much further. Another favorite thing of mine this week, and actually you may be on your way there right now as you're listening to this episode of the podcast, is Black Friday shopping. Now, Black Friday really makes me think of my sister because as soon as we became old enough, we found ourselves in the frenzy of the Black Friday mob. Some years we were with our parents, some years we were with our cousins, and some years it was just the two of us. 
I'll have to admit, as the stores started creeping up their opening hours, so did we. I never compromised the holiday, but when midnight hit, we were on the road. The funny thing is, we were never actually shopping for anything in particular. We just love being in the midst of the crowd. We love seeing people enjoy the thrill of the moment. There seemed to be some type of magic in the air on Black Friday, and we certainly wanted to be a part of it. Even my Starbucks tasted better on this day. As I think about the frenzy of the stores and the shoppers, I can't help but think that the same frenzy repeats itself in life. This time of the year, people are going from place to place to place trying to figure out how they want the year to end, and it creates havoc or turbulence in their lives. I'm convinced that with just a little more than a month to go in 2021, there are two types of people. There are those who think, I only have 35 more days in the year. I need to do everything I can to make this year count. I need to look at my list and add and cross everything off in order to be able to feel as if I've done something with my life, in order to measure up with the next person, in order to really feel as if I'm conquering life. These are the people who march up to the store doors knowing exactly what they want, who will stand in line for hours and who are determined to get their Christmas gifts on Black Friday and who walk out of the store with more bags than people. There's really nothing wrong with these type of people, but sometimes they become so overwhelmed that they forget to simply enjoy the moment of the present. They forget the journey because they are too engulfed with the destination. Then there's the second type of person. This person looks at the calendar and realizes, I only have 35 days left in the year. I might as well just let the year end. They think because there is such a window that the year cannot be salvaged. They figure the year has already ended. So rather than be productive, they are already looking ahead to 2022. They begin to count this year as a loss and they are determined that this year cannot bring them any good because the adversity of this year has outweighed the positivity of this year. This person is so consumed by achieving the major that they fail to realize that big dreams are accomplished by small steps. So where are you? Who are you? Are you the first individual? Are you going through your list and single-handedly trying to check everything off? Or are you the second individual and you've totally abandoned the list? Are you determined that nothing good can come from the last quarter, the last month, or the final weeks of 2021? I'm here to suggest that neither of these individuals should probably be your aim. Anytime we are consumed by the calendar or the clock, we find ourselves stuck to a timetable that is not realistic. Wait, let me be clear. I'm not judging you by any means. As a matter of fact, one of my greatest weaknesses is the clock. I set deadlines for myself all the time, and I mean hard deadlines. 
When I'm doing the smallest assignments, like grading papers, I give myself a hard stop, a deadline. What pressure am I putting on myself? However, I've always been this way, always done it this way. But why? God's word tells us that a day is like a thousand years to the Lord. God's timing doesn't even compare to ours because he doesn't operate in time. Time is man-made and it is a constant and a constraint used to rob us of joy, peace, and the promise that God will do exactly as he promised. Today, while we are being grateful that even, and even as we are enjoying Black Friday, we are going to reclaim the joy and peace that we have. We are going to make the best of 2021 because we don't have to do everything and we don't have to do nothing. Excuse the double negative. However, we can do whatever it takes to be intentional, to be purposeful, and to ensure that we are on the path that leads us to our promised destination. Many of you know I'm an English professor, and some of my favorite literary works use a technique where the story begins at the end. As we work to make the best of our 35 days, I want you to do the same. You may feel as if you are at the end of 2021, but I'd rather you think that you're at the beginning. If you flip your thinking, reverse your tactics, then you will change your perspective. Rather than think of it as the end of the year, you can think of this as the beginning of a new project, the beginning of a new season, the beginning of a new practice, the beginning of a new relationship, the beginning of a new study, the reimagining of a current system. However you phrase it, if you allow your mind to believe that you are only beginning, then the rest of your intentions will fall into place. December is simply another month on the calendar. But if you believe God promised you something in 2021, then don't let the last month of the year deter you from following through on the instructions he set before you. Pray more, study more, take heed more. In order to truly create this beginning or this fresh start, it may be necessary for you to overcome some things. Sometimes we are unable to truly change our perspective because there are barriers in our life that have erected themselves and those barriers become blockers that continuously make us think that we are always at the end and that we can never begin again. As victors and not victims, you are constantly on the journey of overcoming. Revelations 12 states, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. The blood has already been shed when Jesus died on Calvary but it is up to you to open your mouth. The first step in overcoming is to acknowledge what you need to overcome. What is holding you back from taking a step forward? Is it a bad habit, a bad relationship, a stagnant job, sin, a past mistake? Last week, we discussed breaking silence, curses, and chains 
And in order to overcome, we must be bold about breaking those things so that we can begin the journey of realizing that we are never at the end. We are always at the beginning. If we are going to truly overcome, then it is important that we take active steps on the journey. Yes, we can affirm, I'm an overcomer, but our affirmations must be accompanied with our actions. If we are serious about the journey, then let's incorporate at least five steps that will ensure that we can also begin again during these next 35 days. Number one, reduce your stress levels. I don't even like to give credence to the word stress, but unfortunately, there are things that cause undue pressure in our lives and that cause us to worry, to have trouble, and to feel anxiety. Stress can be defined as a state of mental tension. However, when we are stressed, we often feel that tension physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Also, forever, furthermore, when our stress levels are increased, we often make decisions that we wouldn't make in less reduced moments of tension. And also the people around us feel the increased levels of stress. In essence, it is necessary for us to reduce our stress levels so that when we get in the correct frame of mind to have the right perspective to break down the barriers in our life, to have the energy to tackle the obstacles that might be standing in our way, and to have the mindset to face what lies ahead on our respective journeys. Just because we understand we are at the beginning doesn't mean that the road ahead is without detours, road bumps, or even road blocks. But with reduced stress levels, none of those things seem as difficult. If you're going to overcome, you must first reduce your stress level. Number two, know your cues. If reducing your stress levels doesn't seem like a big enough task, then knowing your cues should rate on the side of gigantic. For some of us, the things or barriers we need to overcome are bad habits, so our cues might be easily identified. Maybe we need to avoid places, or maybe we need to avoid people who are participating in those same bad habits. For others of us, our cues could be larger or outside of our normal scope. Maybe the cues of our stress are related to death or sickness or circumstances that are outside of our control. But even still, we should know our triggers. What causes us to feel added tension? What makes us even more sad than we normally would be? If we are intentional about reducing our stress level, then we must also be intentional about knowing what or who could aggravate that stress level. We have to take control over every aspect of the journey if we are going to truly be able to overcome. Number three, replace the bad with the good. As we begin to overcome, we may feel a sense of loss. We may feel as though we have begun to rid our lives of practices, habits, people, or things that made our lives familiar. However, as we overcome and as we remove the obstacles from our lives that keep us from going forward, we have to replace what we think we've lost, those things that weren't working for our good with something that is working for our good. 
Anytime we rid ourselves of something bad, we should be purposeful about replacing it with something good. If you're focused on quitting drinking or smoking, then pick up a new practice that helps to build and bring good energy into your life, like exercising or meditating. If you left a bad relationship, replace it with a healthy relationship. If you left a toxic work environment, replace it with an environment that fosters growth. Whatever it is that keep you from overcoming, remove it from your life, but don't feel as if your life should remain void or empty. God withholds no good thing from his children. As we work to overcome and as we seek the journey that will lead us to the promise he has for us, we must include good things in our life that will constantly advance us on our journey. Number four, have a God reason, not just a good reason for quitting. One of the main reasons why people fail in their journey of overcoming is because they begin for the wrong reasons. If you seek change in your life for the benefit of someone else's approval or to compare your life with someone else's, then you will always find yourself right back in the same place where you started. Once you identify those things in life that you need to stop doing or those things along the way that you need to attack and conquer, it's up to you to decide not just a good reason for doing so, but a God reason for doing so. Your motivation has to come from within and the source of your strength has to come from above. The journey of overcoming is no doubt tiring and you will grow weary. Anything worth having though is worth fighting for. But if your motivation is honest, then you will never be depleted. You might need to be re-energized and you might need to refocus, but you can always depend on God to replenish what you need in order to keep persevering. However, if you begin for the wrong reasons, then you'll never be able to complete the task ahead. Make sure that your reason for beginning is solely tied to you and your journey and no one else's. Number five, set better goals that align with your purpose. If we are going to truly overcome, then our goals must be more than just short-term or long-term goals that help us to check off a list. We must be confident in who we are and what we're offering to the world. It becomes vital to us to overcome because in the end, no one can serve the unique purpose God has designed just for you. Why do you need to break the chains in your life? Because I can't break them for you. Why is it important that you understand why you need to overcome? Because if you don't fulfill your purpose, then no one else will. As you begin again, and as you set out along this journey, your goal should reflect who you are, whose you are, and the purpose you need to fulfill. Anything else is simply temporary. The journey may seem long and it may seem arduous. However, every step you take is worth it. And not only are you becoming an overcomer in the process, you're becoming the person God designed you to be. And that is truly the journey of overcoming. So I ask you again, what will you do with the time remaining in 2021? 
Are you going to allow the days to pass you by? Or are you going to drive yourself crazy thinking about the things you haven't done? Or are you going to use each and every day, allowing God to order your steps so that nothing is wasted and so that you can start today beginning the journey of overcoming and beginning the process of your new way of living. Of course, we will continue to be mindful of time because we're human and we operate in time. However, we don't have to be bound by time because we serve God and he operates according to his will. If he said it, it will surely come to pass. Today is the perfect day for a fresh start. As you continue in this season of Thanksgiving, be grateful that you have the opportunity to begin again. As you prepare to live every day on purpose, I'd love to take this journey of overcoming with you through my 31 day devotional, Jesus, Every Day a Fresh Start. It is the perfect companion as you journey with Jesus. And for more information, please visit my website, www.asdministries.org. I can't wait to hear about the steps you're taking to overcome the things in your life and to rid your life of the frenzy that might have you feeling stuck. As I think back about Black Friday shopping, I remember this one commercial where the lady stood outside the doors to the store saying, open, 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 because she was so desperate to get in and begin shopping. I think that there are some of us who want the same thing for our lives. We are looking at our journey and saying, open, open, open. But we're afraid to take the next step because it requires that we get through the frenzy before making the next great find. Today, I'm encouraging you to open the door. Start the journey of overcoming. Today is the beginning. Today is a fresh start. But I have a feeling that today is going to be a really good day. Thanks so much for watching. I'm so glad that you're here on this journey of season four, but more so that you're here on this journey of overcoming. I'm so glad that you're here with me, my army, in this season of Thanksgiving and in this season of the holidays. Before you go, I'd love to pray for you. God, thank you so much for the people in my army. Help us to always be grateful and help us to always know that we are indeed overcomers. I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.